Well, what's going on, 412 family? It's M.A., and we are back in week three of the series called The Bible. And week one, uh, we talked about, really, how can we trust the Bible? How can we rely on it? How do we know that it is absolute truth? And we broke down the Old Testament and talked about, man, there's these prophets that God spoke his holy word through. Um, and even though uh, they spoke as words of men, the words that they spoke were directly from God and inspired by the Holy Spirit. And collectively, they uh, prophesied or gave visions into the future of what, what to look for when the Messiah comes. And they had 400 overlapping prophecies. And uh, we did the mathematical odds on what it would take for one person in history to just complete 48 of the prophecies, and it was one in 13 trillion chance. Um, and Jesus comes on the scene, and in his life of 36 years, he completed over 300 of those prophecies. And so that's one way we can know the Old Testament is true. And then we dove into the New Testament and asked, how can we know it's true? And we talked about eyewitness testimonies and how each of them have a different angle, a different viewpoint of the life of Jesus, but yet they all are unified on the life, uh, birth, life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus um, and how that brings cohesiveness to it. And then also we talked about how the Bible was written by 40 different authors over 1,500, different, uh, 1500 years, a span of 1,500 years. And we talked about how we look at that and we're like, man, how did 40 different men all have a unified voice? Well, the truth of the matter is, is because it all is God's voice working through men. We see this in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16. The Apostle Paul is spurring uh, and, and commanding and, and extorting young Timothy. And he says in verse 16, All Scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And uh, the Apostle Peter also said that all Scripture comes from the Holy Spirit working in man. That prophecy was not from human will, but from God. And so that's how we can defend the Scriptures and say, hey, we know this to be true, not only because we believe it and we have faith in it, but there's evidence of it. If we look at back at what these men said in the Old Testament, nearly five to 700 years before Jesus came on the scene, Man, they they nailed it, and Jesus came onto the scene, and became it became true. And then we see through Jesus's life, through the eyewitness testimonies, through the gospel, um, how important that was. And man, what a miraculous thing it was! Now, last week we did a deep dive into the Old Testament, and I told you, look, there are people that have gone before us. There's people that are way smarter than me, and so I left you with a video, and I hope you went and looked at it. It's from thebibleproject.com. And it is an overview of the Old Testament. And man, let me tell you what, it's a 12-minute video. And I learned a lot of things myself that I didn't know. And so I hope as a family, you went down and you sat down and watched that video together. And I hope there was a lot of conversations that took place. We watched it in youth last week. Um, and uh, we had a lot of great discussions that came out of that. Um, just talking about the history of the Bible, how it got formed, the old scrolls. But most importantly, what I find amazing is that from Genesis all the way to Malachi of the Old Testament, it all points to one man, and that man is Jesus. It all points to the Messiah, who is Christ. And uh, it, it was an amazing breakdown of how all these things came together. You have the poetics, uh, the poetic uh, scriptures. 
you have the, the law and you have the prophets and how they all mesh together and how they are all interwoven and how all points of scripture of the Old Testament revert back to another scripture. And, and it's just this amazing tapestry woven together that all solidifies and looks for one man who is the Messiah, who we know to be Jesus Christ. So this week, we're going to do another deep dive into the New Testament. And man, let me tell you what, the New Testament is amazing. Um, it is what we would call, it starts off with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And the Gospels, the actual definition of the word gospel is the good news. And so what is the good news? Well, it is the birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is why we can sit here today and talk about these things because he died for us on the cross and he shed his blood and he bought us with a price. What an amazing thing that is. And so the first half or the first few books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is all about the life of Jesus. And, it, and there are all four different accounts of that. You get into Acts. Acts is the birth of the first century church. It is it is the very beginning of the church as we know it today. And so it documents how the church got started, how it how it flourished out. Then it goes into the um, basically missionary journeys of the Apostle Paul and how he began reaching out not only to the Jew, but also to the Gentile. We talked about in youth how when we see Jew and Gentile in the Bible, that's very important because the Jews, the Israelites were God's chosen people and everybody else, including us, are Gentiles. And so what is amazing is scripture tells us that salvation came first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. And thank God that he died on the cross for the Gentile as well, because that means we can have salvation. Once you get through Acts, all the other, le all the other books of the Bible that are after that are letters uh, written by the apostles, mainly by the apostle Paul. But you have Peter in there. Um, you have uh, uh, John in there as well. And they are writing these letters to extort the church to say, hey, this is who Jesus is. You know him. Let's encourage one another. Let's come together. Let's follow Jesus with all we have. And this is how the church is supposed to behave. And so that's basically the New Testament all broke down into a very short, condensed thing. But the Bible Project has gone before us again. They have made a phenomenal video, and so I want to give that to you. Again, if you go to thebibleproject.com, click on the top at the Watch tab, and go down to Biblical Overviews, you can find the New Testament there. It is about an eight-minute video and does a phenomenal job breaking down the New Testament, its purpose, the books, and why it's there, and how it all points back to our Messiah, our Savior Jesus. So as parents, again, I, I challenge you to go back and watch uh, the Old Testament video if you've not done that. But this week, sit down as a family, watch this New Testament video, dive into scripture yourself, start having biblical conversations. Um, man, there's a statistic out there that says that uh, only 45% only of parents in the church today are having faith-based biblical conversations with their children. Um, honestly, we should be ashamed of that. If we call ourselves a Christian, we should be focused and our main goal should be passing down our faith. And the main way we do that is through conversations with our children on a daily basis. So go sit down as a family, watch these videos and begin formulating questions that you might have. And, and parents, let me, let me challenge you here. Your kids are going to come up with crazy outlandish off the wall questions that you never thought of, but they matter. And so as a parent, I'm challenging you when they come to you with a question, if you don't have the answer, don't just brush them off. Don't try and answer it flippantly. 
take time to dive into God's word, find the answer for it, and move forward. One of the questions I got in youth that I'm really excited about diving into, and we'll do that after Thanksgiving break, is what do angels look like? Now, that seems like a very trivial um, kind of surface level question, but here's the truth of the matter. There's a lot in scripture that talks about angels. And so if it's in scripture, we want to talk about it. And man, it's a huge win if we can get our students and get our children to just be asking biblical conversations. And so we are going to dive into that question in youth after Thanksgiving. It's going to be a great time. Parents, don't be afraid of questions. Embrace them and do your due diligence. Find answers. And uh, if you need to, go find somebody like myself or Pastor David or someone else in your life that you trust um, and uh, come to them, ask the question, help them wrestle with it uh, with you and uh, give these kids a great opportunity to not only ask bold questions, but also learn how to find it in God's word and find the truth. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving as a family. Let's go out. Let's honor God. Let's show others what it truly means as a Christian when we are to give thanks in all things. Stay humble, stay focused, keep pressing. We'll see you next week.